Hello everyone, I'm Jonathan Little, and today we're here with episode 276 of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you for being here with me today. If you're enjoying Weekly Poker Hand, click like, click subscribe, share with your friends. That would go a long way to helping me help more and more poker players who want to improve their skills. So let's take a look at a hand from a 1025 game played on Poker Night in America featuring the newest poker coaching coach, Lexi Gavin. Here, a bunch of garbage hands fold around to Lexi on the button, who has queen four of hearts. Actually, it says 50 to call. So in this hand, they must be playing 1025 with a $50 straddle. So it folds around to Lexi on the button with queen four of hearts, which is a fine hand. It's definitely not great, but on the button, it's probably fine to raise it. It's maybe a little bit loose in a three-blind three game, but I have no problem opening a little bit loose in a three-blind game. So she does raise it up to $200, which I think is fine and good. And now Antimony has Queen-Jack offsuit in the middle blind. This is a pretty nasty spot because like, calling is not especially great, especially with uh, world-class player Daniel Anderson in the... Uh, big blind, the, the third blind. So I think Antimony either needs to three bet or fold. And if she knows Lexi Gavin is opening a little bit wide on the button, then three betting is definitely the preferred option. Um, I think Lexi was playing reasonably in this game so far. She wasn't being absurd. So it's not like you can just think she's opening super wide on the button. Uh, that said, I would probably three bet this queen jack offsuit almost every time to something like $700. I think that's pretty nice. Maybe $750. They are playing pretty deep stacked, $10,000 deep. So bigger three bets are usually going to be a little bit better. And she does make it $700. All right. Back around to Lexi Gap. So now she has a few options. Well, not really. She has two. Uh, calling is out of the question. Putting in $500 more in position may not seem too absurd because it's $500 into a $1,500 pot closing the action. But queen four of hearts is really bad. So because of that, I think Gavin either needs to four bet or fold. Now, what are the best hands to four bet in this scenario? In general, the best hands to four bet are hands that are not quite good enough to call. Now, queen four of hearts is not especially great to four bet with because it lacks post-slot playability. That said, if you do four bet here, you're putting Antimony in a pretty tough spot for the $10,000 stack because if she calls, she's going to be out of position and that's going to be pretty rough with a lot of her non-nut hands. And if she does five bet, it's usually just going to end up being all in, right? Because Lexi's going to make it, I don't know, $2,000 or so or $1,800, something like that. And then with a $10,000 stack, Antimony is going to feel kind of inclined to jam some portion of the time. So if you don't expect to get flat called all that often... The best hands to be four bet bluffing with are hands containing a blocker or two blockers. So that's going to be hands containing an ace, a king, or a queen, maybe even two of those. So the question then becomes, is king-queen good enough to call? Well, probably, right? Um, so you're probably going to be bluffing with stuff like king-jack, king-10, ace-x that's not good enough to call, and then some suited king-x and suited queen-x. Suited ace-x is probably good enough to call. So, how does queen four suited slot into that? Well, pretty well, right? Notice if Gavin had like queen 10 suited, queen nine suited, she could call. 
so the good hands to four bet in this scenario are usually going to be king x suited, queen x suited, ace x offsuit, and uh, that's about it. So she has one of the perfect hands. So then the question becomes, should she actually do it? Just because you have a good candidate to four bet doesn't mean you should four bet. So typically you want to be four betting players who, well, with your blocker hands, you want to be four betting players who are not going to be inclined to call all that often. You, you want Antoni either to jam or fold because then you just have an easy decision, right? And you also want to be four betting when you think Antimony is going to be three betting most of her playable hands in the middle blind here. If Antimony is going to be three betting a much more polarized range, meaning she either has a really good hand or garbage, and then a decently strong flat calling range, then you have to ask how many bluffs does Antimony have in her polarized three betting range. But if she's three betting everything, as I you know think she probably should, because she had Daniel Anderson in the third blind, this is a spot where I think Antimony's range is just relatively linear, right? Just the reasonably good hands. That's going to be, well, stuff like queen-jack offsuit all the way up to aces. She may be three betting stuff like jack-nine suited and ace-nine offsuit and stuff like that, right? And a lot of those hands are going to have a really difficult time defending against a four bet. So if Antimony's linear three betting range contains too many non-nut hands, as it may, then this becomes a reasonable spot to put in the four bet pretty frequently, especially with a blocker. So I like this play. Also, I don't know anything about Antimony's bankroll or if this game is bigger than she plays or not, or what she normally plays. But if this is a bigger game for people, um, you may find that those are often good spots to apply pressure because a lot, if, like say you know your opponent came with one $10,000 buy and if they lose it, they're going home. A lot of people aren't going to want to be losing their one $10,000 buy-in. You see this happening on a lot of televised poker shows, well, like this Poker Night in America show perhaps, where sometimes people are playing a little bit too big. Again, I'm not saying that's what's happening to Antimony here, but if you're playing in these games, you will often, just by listening, hear that your opponents really don't want to go broke. So if they really don't want to go broke, for all we know, if Lexi Gavin four bets here, maybe her opponent folds out stuff like ace-queen or ace-jack or pocket nines. Who knows, right? So, especially on televised games, I, I'm a little bit more inclined to apply aggression in spots like this. So, Gavin's lining up a four bet. I love it. She does make it 1,800. I think that's nice. I would perhaps go a little bit bigger because you really don't want to get flat called. Maybe like 2,000, but I have no problem with this. You know, look, I'm, I'm nitpicking over a $200 difference on an $1,800 bet, right? I think when you do make it this size, though, it's 1100 more to call into what's going to be a $3,500 pot. You're essentially saying you don't think Antimony is going to be able to realize 30-ish percent equity from out of position. And, well, if you're formatting the queen four suited, she can probably realize 30-ish percent equity. So I think I'd make it a little bit bigger just to really try to put her into all-in, into an all-in or fold scenario. That said, you know, if, if Gavin thinks for some reason that Antimony is going to call some preflop, and then just play really fit or fold post-flop, then I don't mind this. Because then, if she calls pre-flop with, let's say, queen-jack, and then just check folds every time she misses the flop, that's fine. So what should Antimony do? I think she really only has one, one good option here, and it is to fold. If she had a better hand, like, I don't even know, ace-jack, maybe it's okay to stick around. If her hand was suited, she should very likely stick around, depending on what she thinks about Gavin's strategy. Now, I am not sure how... Lexi Gavin's opponents perceive her, but I think she's viewed as just like good, tight, aggressive opponent who's, you know, out of line an appropriate amount of the time. 
which is why I've made her a coach at PokerCoaching.com, right? She does, she plays great. And against players like that, you always have to keep it in your mind that they are capable of bluffing some portion of the time. So you can't just three bet and then fold way too often when they apply aggression because they are going to be getting out of line and four betting you every once in a while with a bluff, which, uh, you know, puts you in tough spots. That said, I do think Queen Jack is a fine hand to three bet essentially with two good blockers, right? And then fold it when you do get four bet. So I think both these players played their hands perfectly fine, although Lexi Gavins was clearly starting to get out of line. And, and I like that. It's good to get out of line and apply aggression because when Lexi does get a hand like aces, because she's four bet this queen four suited, now she's going to be way more likely to get action when she does happen to have a nut hand. If you never put in the four bet with hands like queen four suited, or, you know, you could do ace x off suit if it makes you feel better. Um, if you're never four betting as a bluff, your opponents know that they can just easily fold when you do four bet. And you don't want to make your opponents' lives easy. You want to put them in difficult spots where they don't know what to do because that's when they're going to start making errors. Very, very frequently, someone will come to me saying they don't know why, but they never get action when they have a good hand. Well, it's because they never bluff. You need to bluff sometimes. And we will teach you how to do that at pokercoaching.com. So go there, get a completely free trial, learn from myself, learn from Lexi and all the other great poker coaches there, and we will help you take your game to the next level. People always ask, like, how do you have the courage to put in the four bet with the queen four of hearts? Once you know the play is good and you are confident that it will make you money, not making that play costs you money. Do you want to give your money to your opponents? No. You have to be willing to get in there and do it. I taught my dad how to play a long time ago, and he's been crushing it. He just um, took second place in a tournament, actually, two, two days ago. And um, he used to be afraid to shove all in after a raise for 20 big blinds. Then he said one day he just decided, you know what, I'm going to listen to Jonathan. I'm going to do it. He said he jammed all in with Jack-10 suited over a raise and everyone folded and he picked up the pot. Then he did it again a little bit later with like ace-two offsuit. Everyone folded. He picked up the pot. And he actually ended up winning that tournament too. So if your opponents think that you're going to be on the tighter side and then you apply with aggression and you just do it, if you're not afraid to do it, then you're going to crush. So that's going to be it for today. Good luck in your games. Don't be afraid. Get out of line. Take advantage of whatever your opponents are doing wrong. And very often, that is, they're going to fold too often when you start applying a large amount of aggression. So don't be afraid. Thanks for watching. If you enjoyed this video, click like, click subscribe, leave a review. And I'll be back next week with another fun episode of Weekly Poker Hand.